Welcome back to Aldi's Mamia and Me podcast. I'm Jen Hogan and we have a very special episode for you today recorded live at Electric Picnic. I sat down with businesswoman, singer, broadcaster and parent of two, Una Healy. Thank you so much, everyone. A huge welcome and thanks everybody for coming along. A very big welcome, especially to my amazing guest on oh, this special episode. It's a very special one. Very special episode. It's our first time at EP as well. So Both we are us. popping our EP cherry together. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we said the other day, she's like, I've never been to EP. And I was like, me neither. So we're literally popping it together. We so are doing we it go. together. Girl yeah. power here. Yes. <laughs> and if you, I'm sure you all know Una, but Una is a singer broadcaster, amazing businesswoman. If you haven't seen her shoe range, you need to check it out. Take it from someone who's been stalking her account and her shoes and dropping all the hints and all that. You need to go and check it out. And she's also a very, very proud mammy of two gorgeous children. Thank you. Thanks a million for joining us. Thank you for having me. Only I might ask, were you always, what is always the plan to be a mammy? I think, yeah, as a child, I always like, you know, even with my dolls, I was playing mammy with the dolls, yeah. you know, that kind of way. It's kind of always, there's been a maternal instinct in there, you yeah. know, um, as a child. And then, yeah, I, I always envisioned myself to have kids. And, I, you know, growing up, I say, right, when I get to maybe 18, I might meet the man of my dreams. 25, I'll be married, have yeah. the house, have maybe, maybe two, maybe three. Doesn't always work out as, yeah. as you plan. Yeah. But, yeah, I did, did always see myself having kids. So, um, yeah. And yeah, I had Aoife first at 30, so got pregnant at 29 yeah. um, and was very broody leading yeah. up to that. So I knew, like, I was like, mm, yeah, very broody now. And then, the, then waited two years to get pregnant again with Tyke right. and I had him at 34. Right. So so you were, it, didn't, it didn't happen immediately with Tyke, is that what you mean? When oh, you no, I waited. Oh, yeah, you waited. Yeah, purposely, waited. you yeah, know, yeah. it was very, yeah. very fortunate that we, we planned them both and yeah. had them... And did you get a terrible shock when it came along? Like, it's nothing like what you expect. Oh, the, but not, nothing, the love that you have, nothing that you can never prepare yourself for that, for that. extreme amount of, of, of joy and love. And, uh, you know, actually going in to the hospital, literally when you're pregnant and yeah. you see this little cot next to the bed and it's empty. And you, it's just hard to believe there's going to be a little person. I know the person is in here now, but they're going to be in yeah. that soon it's just like mind-blowing and then they are there like what yeah it is it blows you it's <laughs> totally over i spent my whole time i think my daughter is here she's here look at her oh. my daughter's here <laughs> and i spent my whole time from the time she was born waiting to have another because i just thought this was the bee's knees and that was in spite of the fact that my beautiful daughter never stopped crying yeah. never <laughs> ever stopped never slept Oh. Never stop crying. So that means you never slept. I never slept. No. I haven't slept in 22 years. I'm delirious oh. this day. It's been a long, long parent journey. I don't know. It's obviously fabulous. And she, it was enough to inspire me on to, mm. to want to have lots of other kids. But did you have the broody thing that stayed? Because that's what I found afterwards. It was like when she came out, I, I kind of missed being, being pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. Did you get that? I loved she... being pregnant, you know, um, so much so both pregnancies I was actually in the Saturdays performing yeah. doing two massive tours uh-huh. the timing wasn't probably great but it was for me because I loved it because I love being pregnant I was like I can do everything when I'm pregnant I can even go on tour with the girls and I did like I was literally costume changes out on stage for was I no, I think it was four or five months pregnant and six months pregnant yeah and four or five six life? months like that must have been like because you know you're tired and you yeah see I didn't sickness. I was in the second trimester okay. so um I was actually had that burst of energy yeah. and I was like so all the rehearsals and my I, you know 
um, obstetrician told me that because I was very fit and healthy yep. leading up to it, he just said, maintain your fitness, but you know, mm. keep it moderate. Don't let your heart rate get up too too high, yeah. you know. Um, and uh, I was just very lucky that both pregnancies went really well. I was I felt like I was really. People say that to you, don't they? God, you're glowing. You look yeah. so healthy, and my hair started to grow more. And <laughs> um, but. Then when they come out, then it's like you feel like you lose part of yourself because you get you're used to having them all yeah. to yourself, and then they're out, and you're just a bit of a shell, you know. You kind of and all that fuss is all about you, isn't it? When you're pregnant, you're like yeah. everybody wants everybody wants to know you yeah, when you're pregnant. Oh, you and yeah, you're pregnant. Yeah. And, and then it's like they're, they're like they don't even look at you. They're like, oh, let yeah. me see the baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm very conscious when I go and visit yeah. my friends or anyone that's had a baby to bring the mother a gift too, because yeah. she's just had the baby, been through all of that. And yeah, they forget that the mother has obviously been hosting this baby inside and, yeah. you know, obviously done such a good job and they come out, you know, so it's nice to acknowledge that as well. And how soon did you go back to work? So then after you had your, your daughter? Um, I was, because I was so active while in the group, um, I remember, and I knew this, I consciously went yeah. back, I was, wasn't forced now, it wasn't a thing where I was... Um, you know, I could, if I'd turned around to my management and said, I don't want to, they would have been, that's your decision, yeah. you know, um, but I wanted to. And I'm really, really blessed with an amazing family my, with my parents. My mother, um, she, she, she came and helped me. So she basically was there with me all the time. Um, and after five weeks of having Aoife, I was back out promoting a single with the girls. Oh flat out, five dance weeks. routines, promoting, yeah. And like, how did you manage that? Because, you know, I don't, I, I mean, I certainly mentioned it before and I know we were chatting was it Aoife that you had postnatal depression on afterwards? No, no that was Tig, uh, wasn't it? It was Tig, yeah. Tyg. Yeah, no, I didn't get it the first time. First time, I, was, I did have that, because um, uh, my mother warned me about on, on the third day. Is it the third day blues? Yeah. Mm. I definitely had that feeling. I think it was the, when the hormones really change or they go down yeah. or something happens. And I just was really low and really just yeah. exhausted and just like, oh, what is going on? But that went away after a couple of days. But then with Tig, I found, yeah, I, I, there was a lot going on. I was back to work. I was actually doing the Voice of Ireland yeah. at the time. And I was back doing live shows after, I think it might have been six weeks as well. Right, so early back. And, um, and then we moved house. And there was all there was the stress of moving house, going back to work. I was doing, like, it was a lot of pressure. I put a lot, but I put this pressure, a lot of it on myself too, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but I would never play a victim in it because, yeah. like, I sometimes bite off maybe a little bit more than I can chew at times, you know. And, um uh, it was maybe over ambitious, but with that, then I did get a little bit of postnatal depression. I found myself just overwhelmed and just feeling really down and not myself, yeah. you know. So wasn't sleeping properly. Well, you wouldn't with a baby anyway. No. <laughs> you not if she's Chloe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, uh, I was just so exhausted, but I was also just feeling, just feeling like sad, like really sad. Yeah. I never really had any depression, anxiety. You know, something I would suffer from because I worry. I'm a big yeah. worrier, but um, never full-on depression and I just was like I just feel really sad like I just yeah. want to cry all the time I just don't know what it is so I went in and I explained it to the GP I was living in the UK yeah and she's like I think you might have a little bit of the postnatal depression so she put me on um antidepressants for oh. three months was it three months or six months maybe and it definitely helped me through because I was saying we were chatting earlier how I felt a bit numb on them yeah um and maybe that was good to kind of numb me to help me to not let everything fall apart like I yeah. kept everything together but then I, do, I don't I also don't like feeling numb because yeah. I like to feel things you know and I, that's not me so I came off them and I was okay again yeah. but um it was yeah it was a pretty tough time you know 
And I said, because well, you have oh, everybody looking at you and everyone's going, how's Una managing? How is she managing being a mom? Yeah. And that kind of pressure when you're in the public eye like that. Like, how, how, are you, how do you look? How do you act? How are you reacting? And we, I know we all talk about, like, because, you know, parenting is fabulous and parenthood is fabulous. And, you know, sometimes you just can't believe your good luck to, to get to, to do this, um, to be someone's mom. But at the same time, you probably have a kind of different pressure where there's all these eyes on you and this expectation of you. And you can't maybe be seen to not cope, not publicly anyway. So yeah. did you find you had to keep it private, very, very private, even more so than you might naturally have? See, back then was different. When you See, now people are with, with Instagram, people are showing a lot more of their lives. Yeah. And they're showing everything. And they're showing the good, the bad, the ugly, the everything. Some people like to just only show the, all the, the amazing things and, and even set things up to look better than they are. Yeah. But like the good, one of the good things about Instagram, some people will come on some days and say, Do you know what, I'm actually feeling really bad today. And I've had, I'm having, you know, it's not, no, everything's perfect all the time. Mm. But back then, that was before when, when I, while I was in the Saturdays and having the kids and that, it was sort of pre-Instagram days. Yeah. So the only time that you would get any intrusion from like the outside or the press and stuff like that was where the paps would be waiting outside for you to come out and to see what you look like looking horrendous coming out on your first first yeah. trip first <laughs> buggy trip with the baby and that was really stressful yeah. you know because you wouldn't be feeling very well of course and, not no um, they, were, they used to stalk me outside the house wait for t- to get pictures like um whereas now you know people have the control themselves they can put the pictures up and then there's not this good paps yeah. aren't really a thing anymore you know but i remember i'd put myself under a lot of pressure because when i had Aoife, I had her in march and then I got married in um, June. Okay. So like, you know, I was like, oh, and I didn't, I hadn't put on a lot of weight with yeah. her anyway, but I did go on this diet plan and everything. And I, I lost an awful lot of weight really quickly, actually. So I wouldn't advise that yeah. to the, these crash diets. The only time I ever did a diet, you know, um, and it was just, yeah, it was too short a window. That's another thing. See, sometimes I do that biting off more than I can chew yeah. and that was probably one of those times it's like no I need to do it I need to get married yeah. we get married we do this we do that we do everything but it's like no no sometimes you can't do everything you know? it's funny even as you say that because I was thinking of the chats we had there earlier on and you were talking about having chilled kids yeah. and you not being chilled necessarily they're so chilled they're like I don't even know are they mine and then but like I get reminded all the time that they are mine because they look they, they look a lot like me yeah. so if it wasn't for that they look like me I don't think <laughs> people would believe they're mine because <laughs> they're all they're really really relaxed and um, yeah, they don't get stressed or sometimes in the morning, like every mother, you know, when you're running around trying to get everything ready, like getting the school lunches ready and sometimes putting the wrong lunchbox in the wrong bag and yeah. going, well, have, you, have you brushed your teeth? Have you put your shoes on? Have you done this? But they, they understand that that's not me angry yeah. at them. I'm just trying to manage the, the situation and get them to school on time. You know, <laughs> I had a real smug moment there earlier this week. Oh, I went and tweeted and all I thought I was the bee's knees. I got my kids to school on time and we didn't forget a school bag. And like, I mean, these are the sort of like mini achievements yeah, that, that know, are, are X, the, the, the app formerly known as Twitter oh, worthy. Yeah. <laughs> we put it up there and I thought I was like, I thought I was doing fabulous and then I forgot to collect them. So it's that kind of constant chaos, oh. isn't it? Like it's just, I just, <laughs> yeah, I so got there, them there and there. it's like, oh, what? How did you forget? Did you forget? I literally one? completely forgot. I was sitting there. Oh, no. Not a, not a clue like that, <laughs> that they were supposed to be collected and uh, hadn't even dawned because all summer, you know, I'd, I'd done my bit. Yes, I had yeah. safely delivered them. a new routine, you see. That yeah. was the thing. Yeah. Safely. The, 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 the school run routine goes out the window in the summer, obviously. Yeah. And the head of me running down to the school there, like the, 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 the run of shame then, yeah. you know, when you're running. The, the, yeah. the last one's yeah. waiting at the gate, like uh, waiting. Yeah. yeah oh. and, 
I, I'm the mammy of so many kids. I can't remember to take care of them properly. And you feel the judgment when you go down and you have so many. So I, I understand that pressure of trying to get them uh, of the kind of care. And it is, it's a yeah. real like intense thing, even in the more just general life. Oh, this is all go. But like you have to like, I do, like, I really have to say I love a routine. So yeah. I was actually happy to see that like yeah, they were coming back, going back to school. Because like set my alarm for the same time every morning. I take 10 minutes to just wake up. I don't hit the snooze because I, I like to like just wake up and just kind of gather my thoughts. Don't look at your phone, put it away yeah. and just kind of start praying actually as well. Just say a few prayers. Start praying. Yeah. But well, it's more like a, like, kind of like a, gr- a gratitude, um, you know, yeah. kind of appreciate what you have yeah. um, and ask for what you want and, you know, help to help you throughout the day and all that. And just, Not forget just your kids on the school down, run. Don't forget the kids from school. <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, yeah, just uh, yeah, um, yeah, I take the time. I've stopped looking at my phone in the morning because I feel we, we're, we're too interested in to seeing what's going on in the world without even getting our own yeah. thoughts together. And then I, I actually would say this, it's like a great tip for anyone or for any parent just to get that time for yourself. Yeah. If it's only 10 minutes, you know, yeah. and um, I find it really useful anyway. I've started to do that. And come here, how do you manage the working? Because you've such an unpredictable job in lots of regards. Like yeah. you, you don't necessarily work there nine to five hours no. and stuff. You have two kids, and I know we're going to touch on co-parenting in a few minutes. But you are, you know, you're you're managing a lot of the time. It's you and the kids. How do you do it? I don't know. That's the that's the question. I actually don't know. I just do. You know, you manage some way. I do, obviously, with the help of my parents, like yeah. I said. Um, but I always plan, I'm very good at planning, so you have to do that when you're, when you're a mother because you've got your life, you've got their lives, you know, you have to plan to make sure that everything is taken care of them, number one. Yeah. You know exactly what they're doing for the week, you know, all the sports they're doing, you know, all the all the clubs they're going to, friends, houses, have all that organised, and, and then you have your own diary as well to manage mm. too, so you're kind of juggling both, you know. And like I said, then my, my parents, like, here today, People, first question I always get asked is who's got the kids today? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But obviously there is childcare, you know, yeah. out there. And mine, fortunately for me, is my family. So yeah. my, my kids are being raised primarily by myself and my, and my parents, you know, um, which I'm really lucky to have that. That's the, our family unit at home. It's funny you said that. And I know I'm one of the people who actually asked you who has the kids today. Yeah. And if I was interviewing Ben... Yeah, I would not I know. say to Ben, who's got the kids today? No, and it's, a, it's that whole psyche, isn't it? That we mm. have, okay, have you seen to your first responsibility? You are a mom. And like, we know that, we know that. But yeah. it is that whole... It's still, I think it's probably just an innate kind of thing that we have that we just assume, you know, if that the dad, ha- obviously the mother's at home looking yeah. after them. But now, with times have changed so much now. And, you know, obviously that women are working now yeah. and, and, and they have to, to provide for their families too, yeah. you know, and should and are entitled to... And to have a life outside of, mm. of being just a mother, like, you know, we're, we're more than just that, you know, we're... I know for a long time, I don't know if you ever have that mam guilt, but like, it absolutely cripples me. It yeah. still does. From the time I had, had my first, right up to now, like with seven, I still find, I feel so guilty if I'm not there, if I'm not, if they don't have my full attention, mm. if you're roaring at them or you're doing whatever. And that's, yeah. and, and the dads don't see, they seem to manage to park that. And maybe it is, I know things have improved mm. and I think we're better. And we you know there's that expectation, understanding that women work too. But yeah. there is still, it's that, back to that thing, isn't it? That pressure that we put ourselves under again yeah. and we're always expecting. Yeah. We, we ha- want to be everything to everyone. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I manage my time, like I said, very well. And I make sure that I'm spending plenty of time with the kids and quality time with yeah. them and plan lovely events and holidays away with them and things yeah. like that. So that they, I'm always very present, you know, yeah. and um, like 95% of the time I'm on the school run every morning with them, mm. on the school run every evening with them, doing their homework with them, 
you know, like sometimes it might look on the outside. Some people will say to me, God, you're so busy. You're here, there and everywhere. But that's Instagram for you yeah. as well. It might look like that. But like, re realistically, I'm actually home most of the time, you yeah. know. So I, because um, I have my radio show, which actually I can record. I'm luckily able to do it from home. Right. And I've like, yeah, all the other bits that I'm doing, like I just try and manage it as best as I can so that I'm not, I never feel like I'm neglecting my children yes. at all. And then all that kind of that marathon lack of sleep training then finally comes in handy when you get used to functioning on little yeah. sleep. And get I try your to go then. to bed when they go to bed now. Do you? Yeah. And I actually love getting it. It's just no nicer feeling than getting into bed. Um, you know, because I put them to bed at nine. I know this seems quite okay. late. Some people put their kids oh, yeah, a lot no, earlier, no, but my no judgment home, here, not from someone yeah. who does who would love to get their kids getting, to bed like, at night. So they get nearly, they get a good, decent ten hours sleep, you know, which yeah. is I think good. And um, and then I, I um, I just go to bed myself then, and uh, yeah, try and get a, at least eight hours sleep, you know. Uh, can, can, I, can I ask you? I suppose if we were to go back, because I know we mentioned mentioned Ben there, and that you you are co-parenting with Ben. Uh, when when you first split up with Ben, because you, you mentioned again the, the support that you have from your family, uh, you were, were you in London? Is that where you were living at the time? We're in, Nor uh, we're in Northampton. Oh, Northampton. Yeah, so, yeah. so how like how did you kind of cope and how did you manage all that in the aftermath? Because it was a lot of focus and a lot yeah. of attention oh, on you. It's just, it was, yeah, I think like anyone that anyone that goes through a divorce doesn't matter whether you're in the public eye yeah. or not it doesn't make it any easier or any harder it's the very same yeah and i have a lot of friends who have gone through it as well and it's just so traumatic like mm -hmm. it's so traumatic um all i can say is yeah you just have to brace yourself for yeah. it and anyone that is ever going to that might go through it like you you'll get through it but it takes a while yeah um and then you just have to go right wh where am i now how am i going to do this oh um but see ben then had um found a contract in New York to sign to play rugby over there, which okay. meant then that would take him to the other side of the world, basically. And um, so I had to figure out how I'm going to co-parent with someone who's in another country. Yeah. And we've just managed it. That, like, so basically, he has full access to the children. He can see them anytime he wants. I would never, like I always would recommend for anyone as well, allow the other parent to see them as much as they want, mm. you know, and manage it as best you can. But and because he doesn't live down the road, I can't do this, you know, every other weekend or like it has to be... Right, I'll, we'll get in touch and I'll say, when are you going to see them next? Mm. And they say, oh, the summer. And then it's basically they spent half their summer this year with him. So they were in New York for a month. Yeah. And then they'll, they might see him again at Halloween and Christmas mm. and just kind of, yeah, ho holiday times. Yeah. So that's how we do it. But um, I always just say to him, you know, whenever you want to see them, they're here. If you want to come see them, you can have them. If you want to take them away while it's their holidays, you can do that too. Um, but as long as my children are loved and protected and happy, that's all that matters, you know. Did you not find it? I mean, I saw some of the pictures of when the kids came back. And that what was it like over oh. the summer? Because I'd say there's probably great, you know, woohoo, have oh, a house yeah. to myself at the beginning. As soon as they leave, I'm like, woohoo, yeah. <laughs> I always go on a big night out. Yeah. Yeah, that's the first thing I do. And then I'm like, woo, And then I wake up the next day going, oh. And then, I, and then after about a couple of weeks, I start to feel really empty actually yeah. and just feel like I'm missing part of my body without them. It's just not that there's a real maternal thing, I think. And just uh, I'm, the house is so quiet. Um, it's not the same. It's not home anymore without them. And I just like, I keep in touch. Aoife is 11 now. So yeah. she's like on a cool now on Snapchat. And she'll like be, and I always send her messages, love you, miss you. And she goes, miss you, mommy, and all the love hearts and you know, all that. Yeah. So, and then Ty just peeps his head in on the odd sna Snapchat call. Yeah. But she like, you know, literally every day we'd speak yeah. to each other. Um, but they had an amazing time. They were like being brought out. They were had a, like a, it was like a dream. Like there's so many ups to it as well. Like, yeah. There was a lot of downs, but there's a lot of ups to it too. Like, you know, not many kids can say they had like a whole month over in New York having an amazing time going to all these fun places and, you know, 
they were spending very much quality time with their family over there. They have a little sister over there too, you right. know, and a stepmother. So that's just our dynamic. Everybody's yeah. family unit is very different. Ours, that's just ours, you and know. And you just have to manage to it, it yeah. the best you can and accept it, you know. It took me a while to kind of get over the, you feel a bit bitter and a bit like, oh, why did this happen to me? Or, oh, look at all these family units. They're so lucky, especially in Ireland because the divorce rate in the UK is 50%. But here in Ireland, you come back to Ireland and no one's divorced and you yeah. feel very like, uh, <laughs> is it just me? So, because um, like when I was back in the UK, so many of my friends yeah. were all in the same boat. Like, um, but um, I've, I've found this, it's not, not so much here, but I have really just come to terms with it yeah. now. And um, I see how happy my children are and they love Ireland and they love Thurlis. And it was the best decision I ever made to to move back home and during just, the pandemic because yeah. I was I was over there on my own with the two kids in, in the UK. And it was like three months during lockdown where didn't barely left the house, could only just go on bike rides, yeah. you know, and um, it was just horrendous. So Easy. I was like, I have to come home. So that's when I came back and I've stayed and I, I see myself staying here now. Yeah. yeah. Is it weird, though, living back now, like where you grew up, I suppose, when you think about it, you're living where you grew up, you probably have your own childhood memories, now your kids are growing up there. Like, Do you find that maybe you're influenced by the sort of things from your own childhood and maybe do things differently yeah. or make... The I town is quite different now than yeah. it was when I grew up. It just looks different as different industries. It, it, was, it was a very different town, I think, yeah. but... Um, it's a bit cooler now, I think. You know, it's got like... Thurless yeah, is cool. Yeah, it's more, it is Let cool. Let that be on the record. It's great. <laughs> I'm always pro-Thurless anyway. I, 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 it's just like the heart of Ireland, I call it, because it's like literally in the centre, you know. Um, and I find it really great for Twill to move around the country and uh, it's big in the GAA, you know, the, the home yeah. of the GAA. So it's great for Tyke. He's big into hurling yeah. and um, there's lots of facilities there for them for sports and activities and... Um, yeah, they, they love it. We're winners, baby. We've won the National Parenting Product Award for Best Family Supermarket. From our fabulous Mamiya range of organic food, nappies, wipes and snacks, to our pocket-friendly groceries. Parents across Ireland know that Aldi is the perfect place to shop. And now we've got the trophy to prove it. What else could you wish for from our Mamiya range? A podcast? Way ahead of you. And that's a winner too. Honestly, we couldn't be nappier. Aldi, every day amazing. And with both you and their dad, I suppose because probably people might not know this, that you were really into the swimming. Like you were yeah. an All-Ireland swimmer, weren't you, at one stage? Yeah, yeah so, so I, as a child, it was like always like, I'm bored, I'm bored. So mommy sent me yeah. down to the swimming club and I turned out to be actually a really good swimmer and trained really hard and won the All-Ireland. That was my goal. I was yeah. like, I'm going to win the All-Ireland. I did, so. Um, then I quit that. That's when I got into music, actually, after, after that, so... Um, no, no, they don't. They, they can swim. Yeah. They've learned how to swim safely, so that's really important. Like just as, but they're not. They don't seem as keen as I was. But I've never pushed them into anything that so they don't not, want to do. You're not the mammy on the. Is there a tiny video on the sidelines going? Oh, the, the will. The will be now when especially Roaring. when Tyke starts going playing more and more games and stuff. Yeah. You know. Um, but I. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't like to feel like I, I, want, I wouldn't be a pushy parent. Yeah. I, I would support them on whatever they want to do. I'll always support them and encourage them. But um, make sure they get their homework done. That's another one. That's a, that's a tough one. Do your homework now. No, actually, Aoife, Aoife, who's 11, she does her own homework. Don't even have to ask her, whereas Tig's a bit more lazy. He'll just be like, yeah, in five minutes. Yeah, and he, he wouldn't do it at all, only for I make him do it. You know I'm that way. I'm working on that one. I'm trying to get rid of That's my goal in life. My goal in life <laughs> is to get rid of homework for kids. Most pointless exercise ever. Oh. And we have the same battles as you yeah. at home. But you, you, were tra you trained to be a teacher, didn't you? So. Oh, I did. Well, I... Uh, 
I, I spent three months in Mary I doing primary school teaching and then, left. and then I left that and then but because it's because I always had the passion for music and I knew what I wanted to do yeah. but I was trying to find these things to fall back on and they, you know they just weren't for me you know and I tried nursing for a bit as well and that didn't work out because so I just decided I'm going to go now try the music for a few years and yeah that's, and did that's your, what followed my dreams you did know? your parents because my young lad he wants to play for Liverpool like he's just convinced this is the goal he's going at 17 and you know yeah. we're going yep that's right that, that's what we're doing yeah. and we kind of humour him and we're going along and maybe he will do maybe he will do but of course mammy mode is there going of course you will be getting you'll be getting uh, something else behind you in yeah, case it doesn't just all work case, out you know, just something to fall back on so yeah. did you have when your parents you were there driven off you want to yeah. go and do music was, well, were they concerned that's, well that's probably why like that I decided to do these courses like there were proper vocations as well yeah. um, but they, they knew that they, they supported me then when I decided I said no there's enough of this dropping out now I said obviously I just need to go and do yeah. what I want I'm gonna get it out of my system and my mommy said give it five years and if it doesn't work out then maybe go back again and, but it did luckily I got my break in the Saturdays within the five years so that's yeah. Probably fairly, is it was a hard slog though like at the beginning you know you hear so much rejection and you I know you oh, yeah. experienced that yourself like how, how do you keep how do you keep the enthusiasm going when, when that's what I you're coming up against? I think that's part of the whole thing because I, I love like a, a challenge, you know. Yeah. So it's like you just have to start from the very, very bottom and you get loads and loads of rejection and loads of knockbacks. But you're like, no, I'm actually going to come back and I'll show you. I'll get better <laughs> next time, you know. And that's what I did. And I got, lo- I got like so many auditions, didn't get through. And I went back and I practiced and practiced and practiced. I was in, literally in the kitchen or the sitting room, wherever around the house. I used to play the guitar like 10 hours a day sometimes, just singing, writing songs. Then I started playing in pubs and clubs and anywhere that would have me. So when I went back, I was ready, you know, because mm. I wasn't ready before. You know, sometimes when you're younger, you have notions. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready now. You yeah. know, but I wasn't. It was no, I wasn't good enough, you know. And I think that without that experience, you just have to go out there and, and work really hard, you know. I'm always like and it was really fun, though, too. I, I loved it. I, lo- I, I wouldn't swap it for anything, all the, the gigs that I did and gigging around and... Literally uh, playing in pubs with two or three people. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes packed and they'd be spilling drink everywhere, you know. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and when you did get like your break in and you're in the Saturdays and everybody knows who you, like, did that just feel really surreal? Oh, I was just, I just felt so blessed and so yeah. lucky. I was like, the, oh, I, I realized how lucky I was to get into that group because, um, you know, groups are put together all the time and sometimes they might not make it, you know, yeah. but to, for a, a group to put together, manufactured as they call it, you know, like we, were, we did all audition, yeah. you know. Um, and for it to work and to pick five girls who actually got on as well mm-hmm. and really good songs and um, really just, yeah, lovely team of people that we worked with. Like it was a huge, big team around us. It wasn't just us. We had lovely hair and makeup people, our styling, our management, uh, the record label. Um, yeah, it was just uh, dancers and it was like a whole, it was a whole big factory of, uh, of fun, you know. <laughs> did the kids really understand or did they appreciate and realise what mum did or... No, because it was just, I guess it was a chapter of, a chapter of, yeah, that, yeah. the Saturdays was a chapter of my life, you know, yeah. and it'll be one that I'm so proud of. They don't think anything of it, because it's like, all oh, there's loads of like uh, memorabilia and things that are hanging up around the house, so I've just, just to get them up, because they're, they're collecting dust, and Mammy hung up a few of them, and they just don't, they don't bat an eyelid at yeah. them, they don't care, like, they've no, they're not phased by it at all, they don't... They, I'm sure that they uh, one day might get excited about it, but they don't, they're no, not. No, it's just they're not, They don't care. Yeah, yeah you, don't, no. you don't care. Which is really like, I mean, the cheek of them. The cheek oh, of no. them. <laughs> oh, no, I think they're right. Like, yeah, like, so what? She just, just dressed she up just fancy and sang a few songs. You Mom's know? a pop star, like, uh, what yeah. are odds? Yeah. No, they'd be cringing at that. They'd not think that at all. No, they're not. 
Yeah, no, they're very, um, they're lovely little people, you know, I'm so you, proud of them. You mentioned your, your little one being on, um, on Aoife being on Snapchat. Now, obviously you're being on social media too. Do you, does that, do you find that embarrassed them? Like mine die, they just, <laughs> they just, isn't, yeah. Well, maybe the older one's not so bad, the teenagers, the younger teenagers, like mm. it's like. I haven't got my head around TikTok very, I'm, I'm really bad at TikTok. So you haven't appeared I'd say there. it would have been brilliant on it years ago, you know. Yeah. I can see why it's exciting you know, when you're younger, but I just, I find it just too time consuming or there's something. There's so many apps, like there's, there's so, so many, so much, many yeah. you can do. Whereas I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a very active, po- you know, I don't yeah. post every day, like some people post, yeah. do- you know, when you see the stories and it's like yeah. dot, 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 dot. But you might see the odd day where it will be. You'll be going, she's on one today. Like, and I literally and will. And then you might, and then I'll disappear for a month maybe. And it's like, so, some people literally mess with me going, are you okay? And it's just like, for don't, I'm living my life. I don't yeah. put everything up, you know? And do you find like, because again, when you, once you get kids who are into that so whole social media age and that whole, so is that a bit of a nightmare for you to navigate? Like, I'm, I presume... There'd be people who would probably, you'd have to kind of maybe warn Aoife to be extra careful because... Oh, she's very aware of all of that. Yeah, I've given her a, big, is, le- a few yeah. lectures on all of that, like, and watched videos of, of all of that, of, like, what kind of predators are out there and how to not be and careful even who more you speak so, to. probably because of who her mum is, you know, people who are going, oh, yeah. you know, this she hasn't, is an She's access. not got the, the um, she's no social media, like, where it's her, because she's, she's still under 12. Yeah. I think it's 12 or 13, so she hasn't actually got, like... She's a private page just, yeah. just for me and her, and to, her to, right. to communicate. So she hasn't put anything out there. But um, I would be very, like, be yeah, be mon- get mon- monitoring all, all of that. Yeah. yeah. It's kind yeah. of the big dread, isn't it? It's the really hard part mm. because you can watch every part of their lives as much as, yeah. well, within reason when they're I'm not they're sure that they're younger. into, like, they don't want any, like, they much attention or anything. Aoife mm. said she would, like, she did say she wants to be an actress. Right. Aoife said that. And Tyke said he wants to be, he's big into wildlife. Aye. So he said he wants to be, um, like a vet or something in wildlife or a hurler. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's <laughs> the, the, the difference between the two. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's what, that's what they say at the minute. You're like, when I, when I was younger, you could ask me what I wanted to be. Yeah. And it changed every, every five minutes, you yeah. know. Is it different being a mom? Is it different to what you expected? Um, oh, I don't know. I didn't really know what to expect, you mm. know, and I think every child is different and everyone, and everyone parents differently. I even see when I'm out and about how I, how other people speak to their children and I know it's very different to how I'd speak yeah. to mine you know um yeah it's just I, I I see mine at they're at the age now where I, I think they're like a little bit more like my friends you know like I chat to them yeah. on a more kind of like I don't speak to them like children I talk more kind of like I, I'm not like I wouldn't be do you know I wouldn't know how to put it like but I wouldn't be like that kind of mumsy mum yeah. you know going now Taggy put that over there and you you know it's like I speak to them just like like I would of my friends you know and do you ever like that, I know I've heard people say that before about having um, you know seeing their kids as their friends mm. do you find that hard then how do you maintain a kind of a friendship and be mum as well and be in charge like how oh, do oh I can I can yeah raise the voice when I need to you know and then <laughs> they, they, they know what they don't want to do because <laughs> granny's a real pushover All you right. know and she was well able to put, to put the skids under me isn't when I was younger. Isn't that amazing, isn't it? I see that with my mother too. I say this to my kids, right? Because my na- my, their nana is very soft with them, oh, right? Oh, so soft. And it was a totally different story. Like, was your mum the same? Yeah, it was yeah. not the pushover oh. at all when we were growing up. Oh, def- so different. Yeah. But they changed. Yeah, and then they become, they, uh, they become big softies. And, uh, and they can hand them they back. Get, and then this thing, and they <laughs> hand them back. And, um, but I, like, so when I'm not around, some, some nights, if there's nights that I have to be away, They'll be up till midnight sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, and they've school the next day. I'm going, how did you, did you not go to bed for granny? 
as she said we could stay up a bit later it's like whereas it's me it's like nine o'clock right oh, oh to bed oh, now oh. and they go oh. yeah, you know, they, uh, <laughs> so yeah. you're managing to you're managing yeah, to they always do they'll do, do the what i tell them they're very obedient and i was saying earlier on as well they're really very good manners you know uh, i always have taught them how to always say please and thank yeah. you and and all of that as well so yeah and would you ever feel like supposing you were in aldi and one of them threw a wobbler did you ever feel that kind of pressure that oh, like if i actually were... think it was it literally was it was it was in the uk and i think it might have been coming out of aldi i, was, I, I, still, I have a vivid <laughs> memory of coming out on the footpath and she, when she was two, went terrible twos. And she had that tantrum oh, where yeah. she lay on the ground and started screaming and kicking. Yeah. And it's so embarrassing. And people walk past and kind of look at you and give you a dirty look. That's why if I ever see that going on, I empathise so much with yeah. people. Because, you know, it's, it's nothing the worst, you can do. It's the worst, isn't it? It's, it's the, the worst. worst. Oh, it's so I, embarrassing. I remember it happening to me one time um, on my, my child. I won't identify her gender for a close getting <laughs> Sorry, Chloe, but it was you on this occasion. And she she got she threw a wobbler and she was only very small and she was only two in fairness. Um, but I was very heavily pregnant as well. And I remember thinking, I'm gonna to have to leave that child on the ground because I cannot bend down. She's just gonna to have to stay there now because <laughs> I'm out here there. and that was it. But it's the mo in that moment you are I know. Have you ever been on a plane with one that throw a wobbler? Uh, yeah, oh. I will I uh, because <laughs> we're in such a confined space as well and everyone just looks at you the and dagger just, oh, looks so sorry. the dagger looks I'm so looks. sorry yeah. Yeah. that's nothing I can do you know yeah, but we're not really very sympathetic, though. I mean, I just no. keep seeing all these surveys and all these kind of queries going out, going, "Would you pay extra for a child-free area on a plane?" And I'm telling you, I'm judging everybody who says yes because mm. it's not like it's no crack for the parents either who no, are, are sitting I know. there. And people with have a to get around baby. and want yeah. to go on holidays and all of and that. You're doing like, your... I actually had the well, the, my kids had their first experience of, of flying alone yeah. actually this summer. So we we I was very reluctant. So Ben told me that uh, one of the airlines do this service where. They, um, you check them in, you fill out all the forms, and then they chaperone them yeah. across. And I was just like, I, I, I was like, I don't really want to. I think a parent should be with them. But he convinced me. He said, No, no, no. And yeah. then I actually spoke to a friend of mine's friend who is a, works a, for an airline. She said it's a really good service. Yeah. They're so well looked after. They'll be in their element. So I asked them. I said, Are you happy to do that? And they're like, oh, Yes, so we'd love it. You know, I gave them a few pounds to go in. Yeah. To like once they, I couldn't go through security with them. So once yeah. they went through, then they were like went in and bought loads of sweets. And then they were like. Eva was doing all these videos and sent them to me after. It's going, mm, I love, and she actually loved the plain food. She right. thought it was yummy. Like it looked, it looked horrendous, but she was like, "Yeah, look at this yummy food." And I was like, "Well, I cook you dinners. You don't eat it." And that, looks, <laughs> that literally looks like a dog's dinner. And she could yeah. torment you at all that she was buying as well. Yeah, she so they were fine. They're eight and eleven now, yeah. so I would not have because there was a woman that she when I when they dropped them back, she said she had just chaperoned a four-year-old yeah. on their own i thought that was very young that oh, was a bit too young but you know everyone's situation is different this you know did you have one of those kind of home alone moments because that's what i suppose the minute you said that i was thinking all i'm thinking of is macaulay culkin getting on the wrong plane and oh, heading to no so you stay in the airport and until yeah. you literally see that the flight is taken off and walk up to the desk and they go, yep, flight is gone. So then yeah, you definitely. can, and then as soon as they land, then you get the text okay. to say that they've so that you, arrived. So you know, you have no worries. Too like. many Christmas movies for yeah. me, I think. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's yeah. the various. Home, I know the Home Alone feeling is like, it's not, not the same. It's see, the, I think because I actually, no, I didn't do it a plane, but I was on my way to Bray one time and I was in the, in the transit. I was in my, in my van driving along all the kids in the back. Yeah. And when we were... A fair bit there, I was calling to different kids to ask them questions and I kept calling my third child and he wasn't answering. 
and I'm like getting really like agitated now. I'm, Will you just answer me? Blah, blah, blah. And then a little voice pops up from one of the young kids going, he's not here. Oh, no. I, lo- I left him in the house. I left him in the house. I locked <laughs> oh. the door and left him in the oh, house. I went to Bray without him. Oh, now, no. to, to was this, he all right? He oh, he was grand. He was grand. <laughs> to this day, though, he still goes, mom, is that you? You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> goes over oh. the end of the movie. But it oh. is, yeah, one of the... One well, of the- fair play to you, you had seven kids. Well, like, yeah, but you're still supposed to remember them all. Like, they kind of get a bit, they get a bit peeved, you know, if you kind of, <laughs> if you go, if you use that as an excuse at them, they go, yeah, but like, yeah, that, that doesn't work, mom. Like, that doesn't wash. You're supposed to remember all of us, yeah. you know, and, and, oh. and like, not get annoyed at people when they're actually really locked back in the yeah, house and yeah. stuff. But anyway, you did not have that moment. You did not have your, your home alone moment. No, and, no, they were safe. They were like, yeah, they were up in the, up in the air. It's kind of a good way, I suppose, good independence for them too. Yeah, um, yeah, they, they're good like that. And I, I think it's important as well. They never had that um, separation anxiety feeling. Yeah. Like So when they were younger as well, I um, sent them to preschool. Yeah. And I thought that was good as well for them to get to like bond with other children and yeah, be used yeah. to being away from yeah. you, not to molly... Not to molly coddle them too much, you know. It's trying to get the balance right, isn't it? Because that's hard, you know, when mm. you have some kids and they... They're so independent and they're so capable and they go yeah. out there and then you have those kids yeah, who... Yeah, it can be a bit messy though, I have to say. I have to give out to them for like leaving things on, you know, throwing stuff around on the ground. But they get that from their father though, not from Always. Me. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah they're very, yeah. they can be quite messy. All vice is blamed on the dads. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way it has <laughs> to go. Fault. Yeah. It's all his fault. It's <laughs> Although, all his... in fairness, he is quite like... Um, Quite laid, quite laid back yeah. most of the time. Like he wouldn't be, I wouldn't say he's an anxious person. So maybe they get that from him too, which is which is a good thing, I think. And are you still anxious? Oh, would you I, say I you would, would be? Because yeah. be a warrior, you yeah. Because I, w- I want everything right, you know. So is um, that like? Is that not because you know it's non-stop worry being a mom anyway? Like, anyway, you know, yeah. It's just, but you, you have to be. Yeah. Because if you, if yeah, because you know, I just want everything to be right and make sure that everything goes well for them, and yeah, so. and that sort of stuff. So come here, tell me about what you're doing now. Tell me about how you're, what you're doing and how, how you're managing it now with the juggling. Busy, busy few days. Um, I actually, I'm going to be back here at Electric Picnic on Sunday with the girls, the Irish Women in Harmony. Mm-hmm. There's 18 of us singing on the main stage, opening the main stage on Sunday. Right. So I was in rehearsals with the girls yesterday. And yeah, it's just lovely. It was with the girls yesterday in the harmonies. Like this like three-part harmony layered with vocalists doing two-part of the me- melody. And it's just, oh... I'm really excited for it. It's going to be amazing. So that's something to look forward to on, on Sunday. But what are you doing, like, I suppose, in the, in the bigger picture, career-wise? Tell, tell me about what you're doing now. Um, How are you managing I will, that? Well, I still do my radio show yeah. and I'm um, still doing music. I just had a single out a couple of months ago, so I'm writing new music as well. Yeah. So I want to stay active in that. I've got some, a couple of musical project, projects coming up yeah. um, later in the year. And I'm also taking part in the Panto this year in the National yes, Stadium. I heard it. That must yeah. be, that must get your real kudos points to the yeah. kids now, real. So I did some filming for that the other day. I'm really, I actually have been looking into doing some acting, actually. I did a right. course with um, Bow Street Academy. I did some, some work there. Are we going to um, see you pop up in Fair City? You might. Really? Are you we? Know. Do you know what? I was actually in Fair City years ago. I was um, an extra... I was an extra in Fair City a what? few times, yeah. Me and McCoy's. Uh, I was in McCoy's and I was having the chat. Uh. You know when you have to fake chat and so you just go there. <laughs> yeah. And go, I hate I'm, having yeah, to do this. I used to love that. And then I, once I was a special extra because I got to have, I think it was in the, the bistro and I was like laying down the coffee and goes, there you go. And I was like, 
You're like Tracy and so, and so, ma so many of the people there like actually feel they're going to be discovered. Like, yes. uh, you know, that was no, your big moments, you know, big moment, big notion. Well, in fairness, so. you never know, but you have to start somewhere. You, you have know? to start somewhere, and then you end up on the Saturdays. You see, yeah. so, you know? <laughs> oh, I actually really loved it though, because it was like it was quite easy, just you know, hanging around all day, just going in, pretending to be in the pub, and then going home again. Yeah. You're big into your health and your fitness. Now, how does that work with the kids? Like, as in, are you... Because, you know, kids like junk food. And like, I know we're joking oh, yeah. there about... Um, I do too as well. Yeah, Junk food, like a treat. Yeah, I do like... A treat, singular. Uh, like a spice bag or something, like, is my favourite. Okay. <laughs> I love a spice Large. bag. Oh. Um, but no, I, I... This is the thing. It's why I say I love routine, because once they're back at school, like, when I've dropped them to school, I literally... Go, go to, I've just got a little small gym in my, yeah. my house, a few weights and, and things like that. And I just do a, a circuit every day, I go for runs. When well, he started running again because I had a, a bad stress fracture, yeah. actually. Um, and a lot of walks. I've got a little puppy, a little rescue dog yeah. that we rescued a few months ago. So I take him on loads of walks. Uh, I just keep active as much as I can. And um, do you, like, do the kids, are they kind of conscious? Are they... Act, like deliberately active I suppose in the same way that you're yeah. there well they're active in that they like I walk them to school yeah. every morning so they, they have to walk like I only get the car out if it's really lashing rain you yeah. know so um, and then they do sports in school so and do you have yeah. them do music as well they're not they're not they're are not they not no. even though you're I don't want to force it on them like they don't and I something like Aoife gets quite embarrassed if I ask her to sing but I, I can hear Tyke I hear him singing along to things and I can tell he's a really good singer. Yeah. And then when I ask him to do it, he won't, but he did get a solo in his communion. Okay. Oh, and he sang like, a, For your ball like the Lord is my shepherd. Da, 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 da. Can't, I can't remember what one it was. was. And I, I was uh, proudest. Oh, there's the nothing like it. There is nothing like communion. Nothing watch, even like just watching it. them going up, getting the communion. I, I was like, I'm the, do the proudest moment. Oh, there's nothing like it. I have to, there's been lots of ugly crying on my part yeah. over the course of parody every time. They're just, just so proud yeah, of me. He's like, oh, here, dear. Yeah. Or she's dying. Yeah, she want to cry. Oh, total yeah. ball yeah. and total ugly. Make a holy show. And I'm like, Yeah, well, I know. But all the parents feel the same, though. They do. They do. You know, it's a really special day. So they both have had their communion now. So I'm like, oh, that's sad. But, um, confirmation. Yeah. Loads of other, loads of other occasions. I believe will be. Yeah. Even like with your family history, because it's not just you. You're not like the only musical person in your family. So you're not your uncle. Oh, my uncle Declan. Yeah, yeah. Declan Nerney. He's um, he's always been such a an inspiration yeah. to me. You know, like a, a bit of a mentor. You know, yeah. over the years. So um, yeah, and he's still gigging. I'm really proud to say, still gigging four or five nights uh -huh. a week. You know, so. Um, He's had he's had a long career and he loves it so it's um yeah in the family all right yeah and come here you know like when when the kids are doing things like that so in school or whatever else and you're you find out you know that maybe they're going to be singing or maybe they'll have a part in something and they're Una Healy's kids right so there's there, there's that and do you ever find them when you're having like do if you're chatting with the teachers and stuff can you be Una Healy from Thurless or are you always Una Healy oh, oh, always Una from Thurless because I grew up there so yeah. anyone in my hometown only remembers me from from coming up being at home growing yeah. up there going to school there going to all the discos there you know I'm there's, there's nothing celebrity about me in my hometown and I love that because yeah, they're, 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 it's a lovely town to live in. There's um, yeah. nothing like Irish people to keep you in check. Sure, there's oh, not. Exactly. No. Yeah, yeah. They, they, <laughs> don't they, be getting notions yeah, there. Yeah, they would not. You'd be getting no <laughs> notions whatsoever. You'd be brought down a peg or two if you had, you know. And I, I would come home so often as well. Like even while I was over, yeah. for 13 years I lived in the UK. And anytime I was home, 
everyone would remember me from home. Mm. So it's like they'd be proud, like, and yeah. say, it's great that you're doing so well and that. But don't be getting ahead of yourself now. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, don't worry. I won't. None of that. <laughs> Come here. Why don't you ask you a couple, I have a couple of questions to put you on the spot. I want to see now oh, how we get on. That's right. I always right. answer these wrong. Yeah, yeah no. Okay. There are wrong answers. No, there are no wrong answers. It's only you to answer, so it's all good. So your kids don't eat anything. What's your go-to meal to make? What's your, your speciality? Well, one that I can get them all to eat mm-hmm. is a spaghetti bolognese because she likes spaghetti bolognese, I like spaghetti bolognese, but he doesn't like the, the sauce. So what I do, I actually, a really good trick is the air fryer. I love the air fryer now. Do you? Oh, I, I think it's a con. It. I think it's a con. I am it's not a con. I use it all the time. Like, I'm not even advertising it. I guess I paid for it. Well, actually, it was a Christmas present for my parents. It's, it's basically, all it is is a small oven that cooks everything faster, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so I get the, the mince and I make little, little meatballs Aye. and I put them in the air fryer and they come out like cooked. Then I cook the sauce separately and then I put his without sauce and then ours with the sauce. And that's kind of like how I make the meatballs okay. for us all. That's one meal I can it's actually make all in one. Spag ball. Like a spag ball. Kind Done of. different ways. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> that's my way of doing it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> if you could have written any song at all, what would that have been? If I could have written any song at all, it would have been a Christmas song. But, uh, Obviously, you know, because you wouldn't have to work for a day in your life after that. <laughs> That's it. You know? Live off the royalties. <laughs> yeah, like, all I want for Christmas or something. <laughs> no, but if I if I could, one that I'd be so proud of writing, if I could have written one song, it would be uh, "Man, I Feel Like a Woman," Shania Twain. That is a pretty cool song. Oh, isn't what, it? A, what a song that is! Yeah, and she's um, celebrating 25 years since that album came out. 25 years, and if you if that song came on now or anywhere around the whole festival. People would still would react to it the very same, even if not even more than they would. Oh, yeah. It's a classic. It's one of those timeless yeah. songs that would be around forever. Let's go, girls. <laughs> yeah, it's, it just puts you in the mood straight away. You know, you're like, woo. <laughs> you yeah. have to go. Okay, funniest parenting moment. Well, I wouldn't say it was funny, but uh, embarrassing parent, oh, parenting. Oh, go on, go on. Yeah. We're here okay. for the embarrassment. It actually happened on the first day back. So, you know the app that the parents have now the Aladdin app. Oh, yes, yes. So I don't know if any parents here have to go through the Aladdin app, yeah? And I had, I have two, my two kids are in two different schools because Aoife's in the girls' school and he's in the boys' school. And I hadn't logged out of one to see what was happening in the other. I knew they were both back on Wednesday, but I hadn't actually read the memo and it said, um, uh, first day back, full uniform, Tyke's schools still have uniforms on, uh, so it's tracksuit Wednesday and Friday. I thought it was all great going, I have everything all prepared, I have the tracksuit laid out. Everything. So we're walking down to the school, I looked around, and I saw all the boys in their little red jumpers and I was going, oh no, he's in a tracksuit. And then when I walked back, I opened it up, the app, and I saw the memo saying, so he was the only boy in the whole school with the, with the tracksuit. So stood out like a sore thumb. I was feeling so bad all day, like going, the poor thing, he's probably going to get bullied now, like for that. <laughs> but the lovely thing about it oh, is yeah. he came back and he wasn't even one bit upset. Yes, yes. I said, they, they have great attitude children these days. Because like, mm. if that was me years ago, I would have been mortified. And I would have been so angry at my parents yeah. for doing that. Um, and the kids would have teased me as well. Yeah. He said, no one said anything. He was like, nah, it's grand. He said, happens all the time. Um, I was all right. Yeah, he said, so, um, yeah, so he didn't. So thank God, yeah, it was all right. But I was, I was more embarrassed. Like, I felt terrible the whole day. Did you remember to collect him from school? Oh, another thing I hadn't checked. Yeah. It was um, it was uh, his first day was a half day, and only for I checked out, I wouldn't have collected him either. So yeah, so you did collect him. So, it, so I that's did. only Still because me I checked on my that own morning. There. <laughs> if, if it hadn't been for the tracksuit, I would have wouldn't have picked him up. So it was going to be one or the other, you know. We had gone back to Home Alone. Home Alone features a lot in my life. We had <laughs> yeah. we had a Home Alone moment again when my um, my kids were younger, 
and uh, the, I don't know if your children ever were in crash, and you know when you get the from the oh, from yeah, the mind, yeah, you get yeah, that, and you're going, yeah. oh Jesus, who have they hit? Who have they got oh, into yeah, a wrestle with? Who have they, you know, who have they brought to the ground in a fight over a sausage roll? What's happened here? Yeah. Break it to me gently. <laughs> and we were getting the summons over and in we went and uh, they had to have a word with us because one of my children had said, they were a bit concerned about what was being said at home. The sort of thing that he was, you know, had been said. And maybe maybe our, our parenting was possibly being called into question oh, no. because my son went in and was talking about how he couldn't sleep and he went into his parents' room and he was told, I wouldn't let you sleep on my, in my room if you were growing on my ass, which anybody who's seen Home Alone will know is a quote from Buzz. Yeah. But this hadn't registered. This hadn't registered. And they were thinking that we're talking to this kind of young child in oh, such a, oh, such a way. <laughs> such a way. Oh, no. So anyway, once we got over that, it was fine. But Home Alone, you know, too many Christmas movies in, yeah. in my, own, my, own, <laughs> my own life and uh, coming back to haunt me and bite me on the ass. Yeah, <laughs> literally. That yeah. ass that he wouldn't be allowed into bed if that was the case. What would you say has been maybe the biggest lesson for you maybe in parenthood? What's the thing that you've taken from it most? Or what would you advise somebody? If somebody was coming along and they were starting out on their parenting journey and you now oh with an 11 and 8 year old. Don't ask me. That's oh, a good geez. answer. Don't ask. You know, I, I haven't got a clue. I'm still winging it all yeah. the time. I don't really That's know. That's the secret though. And you know they say that there's not even a book. There is. There's about a million. There's books. millions of books. There's millions of books. There's one, but it's all. Every child is different. Yeah. Every parent is different. Every 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 um, relationship is different. So you kind of have to literally just wing it as you go along, and um, yeah, do your best. You know, just do your best and love them as much as you can. Just give them give them lots and lots and lots of love and hug them and tell them you love them as much as you can. I, I that's what I do with mine all the time. Every night, put them to bed. And I always give them a hug and a kiss and say, I love you every, every night. So, um, and yeah. then always come in in a good mood, even if you're in a fuming mood in the morning. I'm not a morning person at all. I hate it. I can get up. And then I open up the curtains and go, morning, time to get up. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Just so that I'd get say that. singing at yeah, them now. Yeah. Yeah. I say, I say it in a nice way so that they're like, ah, and then they're like, ah, I'm so tired. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. You can just, you know, just, just snooze along there for a bit. But I'm actually, but I try and stay in a good mood to get them out because I know it will work. And so I'm just going to call you Mary Poppins. Do you know that? I just, this is the thing that should be your new name. Yeah. Just your spoonful of yeah, medicine and sugar. I they might know that I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, no, but every, yeah, you just have to just do, do, do your best. Yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? Is do yeah. your best, wing it, wing it, hope for the best. Wing it. And, wing it. and yeah, <laughs> and never say no, that would never happen. My kid would never do that. I think that's yeah. the thing along oh, the way, yeah. the whole yeah. learning. They're all, they're all like, they all make mistakes and they do things and you know, you're going to have to give out to them as well, you know, like they're not perfect, but you know, but you sure. just have to teach them in the best way you can and um, yeah. Una Healy, singer, businesswoman, and mammy extraordinaire. Thank you so much for joining us. We we did it. We did it. And thank you so much. Thanks everyone for coming along. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much to Una Healy for taking the time to chat with me. I hope you've been enjoying the new season of the podcast, and I'd love if you could spread the word and share this episode online or tell a friend. Don't forget, if there's a guest you'd love us to have on the show or a topic you think we should discuss, please let us know. Details are in the show notes or check out aldi.ie forward slash mamia. 
We're winners, baby. We've won the National Parenting Product Award for Best Family Supermarket. From our fabulous Mamiya range of organic food, nappies, wipes and snacks, to our pocket-friendly groceries. Parents across Ireland know that Aldi is the perfect place to shop. And now we've got the trophy to prove it. What else could you wish for from our Mamiya range? A podcast? Way ahead of you. And that's a winner too. Honestly, we couldn't be nappier. Aldi. Every day amazing.